0: Hello and welcome to The Situation Report. Today, this is the show where most of the time, and I have to put a disclaimer right at the beginning, most of the time, we do our best to give you the information and perspectives you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. Today, we're just going to do something a little bit different. We're going to try to have a fun conversation, (laughs) and we're going to give you some information that is entirely our opinion. Again, also a disclaimer, we're not doctors, we don't play doctors on television, we're not scientists. But we watch movies, we grew up in America, and so we've been confronted with the potential that aliens exist. Yes, that is today's topic. <laughs> We're going to talk about aliens. We have a special
2: and UFOs. Right? Sp- uh,
0: UFOs. Yeah. What does all of this mean? And if this is when you stop listening, I, I don't blame you probably, but it'll be an interesting <laughs> conversation. We've got a special guest on with us today that we dragged over to the table because he kept saying he wouldn't do it. <laughs> Michael Cameron is with us. Michael is um, the producer of this show. He's also the marketing director for the Mighty Oaks Foundation, uh, the the organization that we all actually, where he we is, actually work. He's
2: also today's expert in but, alien life and UFOs. But he has,
0: <laughs> he has been pushing us to have an episode on this topic. And so we said, you're going to keep pushing, you're going to end up. On a microphone, so here Maybe you are. On the show.
1: Yeah, it's great to finally be on. I've been on the other side of the camera for a, a long real time. long time now, yeah. so it's great to be here so with you So you
0: are our alien expert. So Michael is with us, of course, Chad Robichaux, myself, Jeremy Stolnicker and um, we're going to do this. We're going to have a conversation about And, and just a just remember
2: for everyone listening. It was against Jeremy's best interest. I am, the only,
0: <laughs> I am the only rational person at this table right now. I, I promise I'm the only one who um, is not walking out at night looking up in the sky hoping an alien will abduct me and you know do unmentionable things. Yeah. Everyone else at this table hoping those things will happen. <laughs>
2: Got <yeah. laughs> so,
0: it. Since, since I was a kid. All right. So, Michael, I'm going to let you kick it off. Start talking about Let's Let's start with this. People don't know you. Yeah. So,
1: let's get some of your background. Growing up. And then you're connection to this topic. Right. So I grew up in Northern Arizona in the very new age community of Sedona, which, uh, has a lot of UFO groups that get together and meet. I've gone on sighting campouts. I've gone to UFO conventions in Phoenix. So this was my dad's passion. We loved watching these movies, Contact, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. We, that, that was his, his favorite movie. Um, so yeah my entire childhood i was just inundated with ufo stuff it was a passion that he passed along to me and i've continued to look into it i i listened to some really fringe voices out there in the, the ufo community everyone right. you know clearly from uh alex jones to david ike and it's it's a large community out there a lot of dif- different opinions yeah. but yeah excited to get into it today so
0: just, just give us your summary opinion of UFOs, aliens, what they are, what they're not. We'll, we'll get into some
1: some detail, but like mm-hmm. you, you've, you've lived this, you've kind of experienced this. You're in your 40s now, so you've been doing re- re- it, long right? Still, still researching. So, you know, I always keep an open mind about all topics. Uh, having listened to a wide variety of voices in the space. And one of the, the things that really makes me very skeptical is when you start looking into things like the moon landing. And I know that's a given fact for most of us that we've, we've made it to the moon. Um, they've adjusted the narrative Quite a few times uh, around that, and again, that could be an entire episode all of itself. But it, from what I've seen, it looks highly unlikely that we've actually made it to the moon. And you, just, I, you just went there right here. We're, just we're like three minutes going in. You already straight, went there. Going straight in. So that that makes me question how, if we haven't been able to achieve that, what else are they lying about? So anyway. <clears throat> um, my my opinion is looking at the Bible, looking at people who are, uh, again, you know... Just, you, you are a Christian. I am a Christian. So looking at the Bible, looking at some of the uh, voices in that space that discuss the conspiracy theories, looking at what is most likely, looking at uh, some of the, you know, mainline uh, thought in, in the space, it looks to me as though uh, we... Maybe seeing government craft, um, I think that there's a lot that we are unaware of that's being built um, with you know obviously these uh, black ops that that we have uh, there's a lot in the space that probably can outperform any spacecraft that we see in the the commercial uh, area but we haven't quite seen those roll out into uh, the public view yet so some of this could be testing some of this could be people test driving so i believe for the most part again i've had many sightings Uh, in arizona you have a beautiful unobstructed view of of the sky not a lot of light pollution um we we've seen all sorts of unexplainable Craft in the sky yeah. things that just go from one end of the horizon all the way to the other in a matter of seconds stop pull maneuvers that would absolutely be impossible in any uh technology we currently have available for or us. know like, about or know about exactly so, so right
2: you, you say those sightings that you've seen and other people have seen you you would say those aren't alien aircraft uh, when i say alien like you ufo Right. Uh, well, I guess it would be UFO. because we unidentified. Right. But but as far as out, uh, not an extra extraterrestrial, not an
1: extraterrestrial, yeah, not
2: an
0: extra extraterrestrial government.
1: Yeah.
2: So, so am I the only one at this table
0: that leaves aliens out there? Um, I, so why don't, why don't you talk, talk about what you what you think or what your conclusions are? You know,
2: I, I, I believe uh, that, that there are aliens out there. Uh, and I say that I want to preface this. I, I, obviously, I, everybody listening to the show knows I'm, I'm a Christian. Uh, I'm not saying this from a biblical view. I don't think right. anything the Bible says that uh, I do believe that God's bigger than just the ability to create life on this planet. I'm not saying he he did, but I believe he's bigger <laughs> and capable of. I mean, when you right. talk about I think right now this science would say that we have a three hundred million planets that could be inhabitable uh, as equal as earth, but I think I think the number would be infinite yeah. because I mean, you know we know that the amount of stars in the in the universe or more than if you took all the sand in the deserts and the beaches and the ocean floors everywhere on the planet that wouldn't even begin that you describe say how many, you
0: say we know that how do we know that how we know what that there's more stars or planets than there are sand in the well, cause, world because
2: it's infinite it's infinite it doesn't stop growing i mean there's no floor to the space there's no ceiling there's no way right. to it i mean it's, it's an infinite amount Right. Uh, and that's why I say that. Yeah. And uh, and so with that being out there, it, it just seems like a impossibility to me uh, that there would be no other biological life out in the universe. Now, intelligent life, uh, you know, why not? I, I believe I believe that you know we did not evolve. Uh, I believe we were created mm-hmm. intelligently, and so uh, I'm not a believer that just because you had the right atmospheric conditions. That something could evolve into you know who we yeah are. right, right, uh, so I believe there would have right. to be a divine creation in there, so I right. really believe this would this would not be separate of god's plan uh so uh, i that's just what I personally believe. I'm not saying that the Bible teaches me that. I know a lot of Christians are differ on that, some would say that you know only that God only created this uh, yeah. uh humanity yeah. on, on this planet, and others would believe the same as as I believe. I just think the universe is too big, it's too vast, God's too big to 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 be just this. Uh, and, and I look at things like, like you've seen, and I think, man, I don't think we have the technology to create those things. I don't think there are, there are. I would disagree with you. I don't think those are uh, government aircrafts, or because I don't think we have that technology yet. I've been around the military a lot. A lot of conspiracists think that the government is way more secretive than they are. Uh, I've been around military a long time and know that people don't keep secrets very well. Uh, so you know, I, I don't think that we could have we could have kept those secrets and had that kind of technology for as long as we have. I look at things on, uh, you know, I'm not an ancient aliens fan because one of the things that I don't like about ancient aliens is they, the show, they take the Bible and try to distort the Bible yeah, to justify right. some things. So I don't like that about the show. But I do think there's some things like Machu Picchu. I've been to Machu Picchu myself and uh, and went to Machu Picchu. I'm like, there's no way, <laughs> there's no way that this was created by people and this time frame.
0: Yep. That people built it. That
2: people built it. And right. I look at different things that you know, thousands of years ago, where you have this structure that was built just like this structure on the opposite side of the mm-hmm. planet, and uh, and with the same uh, dimensions. And I'm like, this is just no way, like uh, that that was done. And uh, so for me, that's my belief. I believe that you know, not only is there aliens out there, I believe that, that yeah, historically there's been a, a visits to this planet. That's my right. belief.
1: And a home- well, one of the points that I'll touch on is I'm with you on Ancient Aliens. I think that that show is... Definitely trying to push an agenda. It's it's, a, it's an anti-Christian, anti-Bible. Um, they want to rewrite the biblical narrative, um, and that's the, something that you'll see. There's an episode that they have that's just about Lucifer, which is a strange uh, topic for a show that focuses uh, on ancient aliens, aliens right. right? So th- that that raised a lot of questions for me. What what are they trying to push? And and again, you know, you see it throughout the media over and over again, um, and. I'm painting with a pretty broad stroke here, but one of the few topics that doesn't seem to be a threat to our government, that doesn't seem to be a threat to... social media and misinformation, which you would think this would be the number one piece of misinformation (laughs) that we could spread, is something that we can't prove and we have no real evidence except for some, you know, surveillance footage here and there and some amateur uh, camera work. Uh, But you don't get demonetized on YouTube for making uh, UFO videos, which again... Or or for saying that the moon landing was fake, right? Or or for saying the moon landing was fake. So anything within that realm, again, you know, maybe this is the thing that sounds so crazy that it's not actually a threat but if we are concerned about misinformation uh, you would think that they would go right. after this this area so no. anyway so the, there there seems to be an effort to to support this through the media through um and and it it all serves to kind of undermine uh, right. the faith story.
0: By now you've all heard me talk about my pillow and Mike has just announced that our customers will receive one of his books, What Are The Odds From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using our promo code. And if you haven't heard Mike's story, you need to, fantastic book, you'll get it for free. And now's a great time to buy not just all of the other things that they offer, but to buy yourself a pair of my slippers. Fantastic slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. I know this because I wear them indoor and outdoor as often <laughs> as I can. Uh, they're fantastic. In fact, my wife and kids make fun of me for wearing them all the time. Uh, they're just that good. They're comfortable. They keep your feet warm. Made with quality leather suede. They are fantastic. For a limited time, Mike is offering 50% off of his my slippers using our promo code. Here's what you need to do. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code SITREP. That's promo code SITREP. You'll also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products as, such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, so much more. Anything you need for your house, you can find it there. Uh find it there or call one 800 870 283 and use the promo code SITREP. It it's interesting because I, I think when we talk about faith, and you can't, you know, obviously they're Christians who believe in aliens, as you just described. And there are probably a lot of explanations for it, um, but but I think if we go back to a belief that, you know, God created, we'll go back to Genesis chapter 1, we look at God's redemptive plan for man after the fall in, you know, Genesis chapter 3, we see all of these things unfold and we see that God put a plan in place to redeem man, which included, you know, leaving heaven and coming to earth to be enrobed in human flesh to live a perfect life, eventually dying on the cross, to pay that price. When we look at all of that, and then we understand what the Bible says about demons, about principalities, about powers, you know, Ephesians, uh, I just pulled up the verse Ephesians two, two, and it talks about, um, it, it's a great passage. that talks about moving from life, a death to life. And there's so much in Ephesians two, but it says, "Wherein in time past, you walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So there's a strong case to be made from scripture. We could spend all day on this. Um, that there's a hierarchy of what we would call perhaps angels, but principalities, powers, spiritual beings. And so when you look at what was built here and what was built there and the commonality, well, if there is this hierarchy of spiritual beings that have influenced man for millennia, then it's also reasonable to believe that, you know, they've manipulated what's happened. We could go back to the tower of Babel, which we find recorded in Genesis. Um, the changing of the languages that took place there. I mean, these are people who were one people, one language, one common understanding of how things should be built, constructed, how life should be done because of, you know, how they treated what God said. They were dispersed around the world. They were given different languages, but they they left that place with a common understanding of how things should be done. So it's reasonable then to believe that these people went to different places and did the exact same thing in different places. So I think if you know my 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 struggle like, with like the, the
2: construction and stuff, right? Like
0: that. All of these things. I mean, these were these were people who came from a common source, right. And then were pushed out. Now you could say, well, physically it's not possible. Again, spiritual, you know, entities could certainly aid in that. My struggle with the the alien conversation, I think it's fascinating, I like alien movies. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It it, (laughs) it really is. But my my actual struggle with it is, if I believe that the Bible is, you know, finite, it is God's word, then I either have to conclude, well, there's other words out there, other redemptive opportunities for other peoples, or I believe that what Scripture says about, you know, all of these things— that that make what we think about aliens plausible, what we've seen in the sky, the prince of the power of the air, the distraction from what the Bible says, because if we can believe in aliens, maybe that makes God's creation and his redemptive plan and what he says not true. Maybe it makes demons and you know evil spirits not true. It, it, if I try to take the Bible and find that in it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I just can't. And that creates a real problem for me. So someone that uh, a christian like yourself that takes a
2: position like that how do you respond if an alien ship lands tomorrow and people walk out uh well, not, not demons like yeah well, when biological speak, people like when we speak about hypotheticals
0: out. then i guess i'd respond by saying i was wrong but it hasn't happened right. so uh-huh. when we talk about things like that
2: well, no and I, I mean that's a that's not a question of challenge i mean like how does a christian respond to that do, do they say like now nah, the bible's not true uh or do they say
0: well, I think if if that happened, it would certainly deconstruct what I believe about the Bible. Yeah. But it hasn't happened, and so sure. again, when you speak in hypotheticals, it's sure. Uh, yeah. You know, what I if a, mean, what maybe. if an alien landed on this table right now? Well, I'd have some questions, yeah. right? <laughs> no, and, I, and, I mean, from a biblical
2: spot, context, though, would would it it wouldn't necessarily mean the Bible wasn't true, though, would it?
0: I, I don't think necessarily. I mean, again, the, I don't think the Bible speaks to this topic right and i think if I I and i agree. think That's if true. if this was if the potential for that existed mm-hmm. then the bible would speak to that topic i think more it's more reasonable to conclude that the bible does speak to the topic of what we might call aliens but that those aliens are these principalities and powers these these spiritual be- beings whether we would call them demons or angels good or bad these spiritual beings that have existed You know, before we did, before creation did. You you were talking
2: about the the everybody imagines alien, this little green guy or or gray, the gray, right?
1: The gray, And, and, and and. what was your tele- what were you telling? So the that race, the as they call them, the Zeta Reticuli. I believe that's where so they're the suppo- fact that you know yeah, these things
0: it that, boggles my right, mind. That's where they're boggles supposed my to be mind. from, Zeta Reticuli. Um, right.
1: So the gray alien. A lot of people have described them as kind of an android. They they think it could be potentially a, a future ancestor coming back in time to to per- share information and technology with us. What a lot of people don't know is that uh, Alistair Crowley during one of his uh, satanic rituals, or not exactly sure what frame of mind he was in when he induced this, but he created this drawing. And it's this drawing of this demon named Lamb. And it's almost an exact drawing of the giant head, the large eyes, it looks exactly like a a gray ET, gray alien. Um, Whether I believe that two different species of things could exist you know uh alistair crowley is obviously from an era that kind of predates um all of these recorded sightings of what these gray aliens are so it kind of goes to reason that they may have based the yeah. uh i guess the commonly held belief of what they look like on this this yeah. drawing so
0: yeah, and I don't, I don't, you know, I think some of it comes down to definitions of words, right? Sure. I mean, I, I don't believe there are, whatever you call us, you know, carbon-based humanoid forms in other places. But I think to say there are aliens, extraterrestrials, you know, extra beyond our, you know, terrestrial, our terra firma, our, our planet, I would agree with that. I think. I think what I would struggle with is, well, what are they? You know, yeah. are they redeem, re, redeemable life forms? Um, are they created by God in that sense or are they spiritual beings? And I and I would you know, again, I would just say, Well, I think they exist and I think people see things. I don't even think it's Sure. It, yeah. it's like, Well, I know you didn't see anything. I think people did. And I right. I think that
1: happens, but my question when would be I how does that how does that jive with or align to scripture? Well this is the one conspiracy theory that mainstream culture is absolutely okay <laughs> with. And then when you look at all of our media, all of our films it really works really hard to reaffirm this view as as an accurate view of of the universe. Um, when you watch the Ancient Aliens episode, I believe it's just titled Lucifer, it tries to rewrite the the biblical narrative. And What's the conclusion? They so the do? conclusion they came at to in the episode is that Lucifer um, may not have have been an enemy of man he may have been man's greatest ally that he shared information with us that allowed us to help survive the deluge and um and other information they don't spell out exactly what that information is but they want to say that lucifer is a a friend of mankind and that Possibly, God may have been our enemy in that situation. Yeah,
2: that's, they, 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 that's some, of the, some of that. the assertions they make is why I stopped watching it. Because wow. I enjoy the content, I enjoy the history and geography of these, you know, ancient ruins and things yeah. like that. But then they started like the one I saw that turned me off was Paul on the Road to Damascus. They like did Paul encounter Christ, or did Paul encounter an an alien oh, entity so that blasted him with a with a ray of light, shared the knowledge and information with him, sent him on a quest. Right and uh, you know and I was like that's when it was about to be ancient. Events. Yeah, Cause
0: yeah. Because
2: they were intentionally just going after the reconstruction of the Bible based on nothing other than right their speculation and opinion.
0: I had a teacher growing up when I was in in high school. One of my history teachers. Uh, I mean, if you know, use that phrase "man of God." Like <laughs> that may mean different things to different people who hear it, but he was a man of God. He was in his. Probably 80s, he had fought in World War II, history teacher, loved Jesus. I mean, loved him. He, he would, at least once a week, talk about how when we were created, Adam and Eve, we were created with perfect knowledge. So we would know how to do things like, you know, bend matter and time to to elevate or, or levitate, um, you know, whatever. And he would talk about how that's what we had when we were created but the sin nature, the corruption that came from that. The further you get away from, you know, the tree, the origin. The more we lose that. The more we lose that, and so when you look back to the pyramids, you look back to a lot of these other things. things like
2: Machu Picchu. See, when I went to Machu Picchu, I'm like, there's no way. Like the way they were, you know, was construction, the way they, they moved right. rocks up to this area. It's like, yeah. humans, humans. today couldn't do this. How can humans then do so this? So, Mr. Moore,
0: my okay. history teacher, who has, uh, who you know, has been gone for a long time, but. But he would say, well, it's, it's very simple. We knew how to do it back then. <laughs> like I, I, I'm not saying I agree with that, but yeah. I'm saying this is a Christian man who looked at the Bible and said, well, there is an answer. It's just not in the Bible. Like, yeah. The Bible doesn't it's talk not, about us being a, to, to me, thing. it's not unpleasant. But it's not unreasonable, so. right? I mean, if, if Adam and Eve were created with perfect knowledge and understanding of physics and things, like we talk about. Yeah. S- I mean, dolphins use more percent of their brain than we do now. We talk about stupid stuff <laughs> yeah. like right. where did fire yeah. come from? How did someone figure that out? Well, I think early humans knew how to do all of these things. They knew how to build things, they knew how to whatever. And so so when you look at some of that stuff, I think it is there's a reasonable answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a documentary. I don't know if you I think it's called Undisclosed by Stephen Greer. I believe it's on Netflix. It's it was uh, I would say it may be the uh, Citizen Kane of uh, UFO documentaries <laughs> at this point is widely viewed um, anyway. So he he's done what people call the leading research on why hasn't there been disclosure? He he really breaks down. And that's a great question, he, I by, think. By the government, right? By the <laughs> government. Why the government? So I mean, he, I saw the X-Files. I know they kept a uh, Well, know, the X-Files everything. is a great narrative. Uh, <coughs>
2: I mean, if, yeah, if, 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 two things. If, one, when I die, my first question for God is going to be this. Question: uh, One of the many questions I have. is probably the first one of my first That's and the big and one. That, and, and if I became president of the United States, which it never will happen, but uh, my first question would be: uh, Of all the things that I could ask, my, my day, first day as president of the United States, my first question would be like: no
0: let me ask you this: Where question. are the aliens at? So, <laughs> completely, <laughs> I complete, see them. completely sideways yeah. But do you believe if Joe Biden knew about aliens, he'd be able to keep that to himself? I don't, I don't think, think he would. I don't think. I don't he think he would. I think he'd say it accidentally in a press I think, conference. I think
2: there's a lot of things that Joe Biden doesn't know that they kept from him. You think they're just, they I didn't, I hope, they didn't I hope give the most, that information to them? I hope this two, two. One is the aliens, where the aliens are. And two, where the nuclear codes are. I hope they kept that from them. Well, self. both
1: both Bill and Hillary Clinton teased that if Hillary was elected president, yes. that they said they'd take another look at the files and they might be able to come up with a different answer than what we've been given. So that was a campaign promise. So if if we really wanted to know what was in those, we should have all voted for well, Hillary. That it, was a next great example. We we've got another chance. <laughs> we, have, it seems like. we might. We might get into so doc- the documentary. Oh, so uh, undisclosed, um it basically it, it, he's done a lot of research that looks at um what he believes the government knows. He's worked with John Podesta, who was the person in charge of that agency, I think, for um at least his tenure there during uh, the Clinton administration. Um, anyway, so he, he's obviously become well-known for other things as well. But um, he is uh, basically, John Podesta says that there strongly implying that there's more information that than we're being uh, given and well, those conspiracies there are deep though it's not just like right. we're hiding information it's
2: like the united states government has a relationship with alien right it, it
1: all goes back to roswell and that there was technology given we are still in contact with ets we are receiving technology from them um but he believes that this is all being handled i don't know it's uh these dark projects you guys yeah. may know the term for this better than i do Bla- it's i think he refers to it as just black ops projects um where they're funneling all of these massive nasa budgets into uh these very um uh, very uh, confined programs that uh, no one is leaking. And again, I yeah. think I agree with Chad is that, um, you know, it's our nature to be fallible. So it, you would think that we would hear people leaking. Hey, I met an alien or I heard I, that- I think one of my biggest
0: arguments against the there was no moon landing thing. Yeah. Is that. Right. Is yeah. If there was not a moon landing, I'm pretty sure someone would have written a book about it.
1: There's. Uh, we would.
0: We, we would. The, be, because the the mass, so like what would happen? I'm so like, torn on that one
2: because I, 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 I want it to be true.
0: And I want it to be true.
2: That, that makes me feel like it's not, and yeah. then I feel like also feel like it would be out. I'm torn on that one.
0: You go stand in the DMV line for three minutes. You don't believe anyone in the government can do anything. So
1: that so the reason requires coordination. So our last trip to the moon was in the <laughs> early 70s. I think we're like 50 years since we've gone to the moon, yeah. and then the best we've done since then is. Uh, private enterprise. Yeah, so we've like had Jeff Bezos and yeah, right. uh, Near Earth Orbit, yeah. which I, I think that they're just at something like 65,000 feet above Earth. So again, you know, this is There was still- that guy that jumped out of the parachute it out. Oh, that Red,
0: Red Bull guy. Yeah, Red Bull guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's not what you're talking about, but, but that was fun it, to watch.
1: It, it, it's, it, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <gotta> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So you have to ask why haven't we been back there since? And yeah. then... Um, what's the answer? Well, the answer... What's, the, what's the, the, well, the, the... The answer that they give is that we don't have the technology any longer, that we have to redevelop. This is from NASA directly. We have to redevelop this technology and they've lost All of the telemetry data, they've lost all. They said that they're going to have to rebuild all of this from the ground up. There are NASA representatives on tape giving this answer.
0: Wouldn't wouldn't places like Russia love to... Prove, expose
1: that. And why haven't they? China just says that they they just went back. So they they were the first since uh, our... Well, China says stuff. China says a lot of stuff. wouldn't they like to say that we didn't do it? That's what I'm saying. Right. You would think so. I would would imagine that would be a a huge point of pride for them to say we were the first. So I I agree with you on that. Um, But... Did, did Did Russia claim they have gone? Um, Russia, a, 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 that, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't think Russia's ever said that they've landed know, on the yeah, moon. Yeah. yeah, and so China says that they just landed on well, the moon uh, within the last two years at some point. I don't remember. Well, they said the Wuhan thing was an accident. Yeah, they also, too, they also so said it, so, said I, mean, it I, mean, I
0: don't know if we agree with so <laughs> the,
1: the story changes. Uh, so There's this thing called the Van Allen radiation belt, and um, you hear different uh, personalities within NASA say that we are that's the reason why we can't get back, is we can't get through the Van Allen radiation belt Um, theories on that have changed and said that you know that's no longer an issue so I guess the the science it's possible the science is changing Um, but you know it just it doesn't make sense that the greatest achievement of mankind would be something that we would lose all record of how to achieve this how again. To do that, right. It should be considering where computers are, you know, it should be easily repeatable. And again, just for just the uh, souvenir, you think we would save all of those reels of data, put it in the Smithsonian yeah. and uh, we'd have that all of the information on how to get back but but for some reason we don't and then when you look at the uh, moon lander itself i mean that's where it starts to get laughable is it looks like it's just held together with tape and this thing was supposed to you know blast off from the moon and come back withstand this van allen radiation belt reenter earth's atmosphere and uh, deal with so when you like the
2: flag, like like waving, and zero gravity, and, right?
1: The flag, and the, and the shadows, and
2: then that the, the light set that got caught in the back. So there, <laughs> there's 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 a there's a lot of anomalies. Um, I didn't see
1: that in light set. Yeah. yeah. One of the the most suspicious pieces is on uh the moon itself when they are filming the the takeoff, the return to Earth the camera pans up and it shows the, the the ship taking off. So this is just kind of a stupid question. Did they leave a guy on the moon just so they could... Uh- <laughs> They could film that. So anyway, so a lot of pieces about it don't make sense. They, they haven't spelled this out for us in a way that's been reasonable. And when you do get questions about this, they just sick some of their, uh, big mouthpieces out into the media, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, some of yeah. these large voices in the space who are, you know, incredibly brilliant people. But uh, it doesn't always directly answer yeah. the concerns of the question. Didn't Buzz
0: Aldrin punch somebody for saying that this
1: was false or something? <laughs> I, there, w- there was something like that So I believe there was a gift that um, one of the astronauts had given, which was a, a moon rock from I, it was either Buzz Aldrin, I believe it was Buzz Aldrin. and then it turned out that it was not a moon rock, so I, maybe he was out there giving a lot of gifts. <laughs> From, it was and like from Yucca Valley, From California, Yucca Valley, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, it so, like a moon. It, it, right. Yeah. So it was just a regular rock. It was not a rock from the moon. So, so anyway. So we're doing an episode on
0: this because it's like, it's really interesting. And, yeah. you know, yeah. why, why is there so much interest in this this topic? And, and forever, right? I mean, I think we've always... Whoa, whoa. First, before we answer that,
2: yeah. can I get an answer from you? Yeah. Am I the only one at the table that believes this Le- alien life is... I, I think it's possible. It depends, depends how you define alien life, I think, right? right? Extraterrestrial, intelligent biological humanoids. humanoids yeah
0: I think like that, they're breathing different air than we are or I, I mean I acknowledge demonic yeah, right. yeah. I wanted to take a minute to let our audience know about the work that we do through an incredible veterans nonprofit called the Mighty Oaks Foundation many of our nation's warriors struggle with the hardships of military service and reintegration back into civilian life often they leave broken homes in their aftermath and comprise one of the most at-risk groups for suicide with over 20 veterans who take their lives every single day. Mighty Oaks tackles this critical issue with our faith-based peer-to-peer resiliency and recovery programs offered at no cost to our honored servicemen and women at beautiful ranches across the United States. Mighty Oaks has one of the highest success rates of any program available anywhere. Visit mightyoaksprograms.org to learn more about how you can make a direct impact in the lives of our servicemen and women to help them find a new life purpose through hope in Christ. Again, that's Programs.org. Witnessing the transformation that these men and women go through is absolutely incredible. There are no words to describe seeing warriors restored to the lives they were created to live, changing their legacies for eternity. Your support is needed now more than ever, and will ensure that our programs are here for our warriors who are in desperate need. Again, the website is MightyOaksPrograms.org.
1: But, i would I mean besides that yeah. i would just define it as exactly that it's interdimensional beings and i know that sounds even crazier but i when you look at uh stephen hawking and all of these uh, thought leaders in this space they all want to point to the multiverse they want to say that there are many levels to existence that we do not yeah. yet perceive or understand so i would say if anything is likely, it is interdimensional travel, which is basically the same idea, right? I mean, you're still using a vessel to cross the time-space barrier. I just don't think it's necessarily coming from outer space. So, and again, are they coming from another planet through interdimensional means? I, I well, can't answer that question. we were talking about
0: this a little bit, too, is, you know, a lot of people talk about psychedelics and <clears throat> what they see and how they're yeah. visited. and There's a lot of history there, too, you know, going back to not just Native American tribes, but, you know, peoples around the world and what they see and what they receive in these messages. And I mean, I think that would be interdimensional travel of right. some kind. I don't think it's just, you know, an imagination. I think they're actually seeing, observing and, and understanding some of the spiritual element that is around them. Right. It's real. It's real. It's, real. Yeah, it's, real. it's a spiritual world. And- yeah. And they, because of these, you know, psychedelics have access to that somehow. Yeah. I think Which that- we're
2: not endorsing
0: not endorsing I, I psychedelics never or never no. Will.
2: no but i think <laughs> right.
0: i think it's an explanation that's yeah. more than just you know a it's you know some kind of biological being and b there's nothing there it's just you yeah. know your brain is piecing things together i think there is uh, you know a real aspect to that
1: sure and i i do think that they try to lay the groundwork through films through uh programs that, that points us in the direction that our government the biggest obstacle to achieving a one world government is obviously the different religions of the earth right so um, there would need to be an event that brings us all together and the pinnacle event would be something like a, a et landing where we are introduced to potentially a new one world government messiah and i think that that's kind of what it that all of this leads to and that's why i asked jeremy that question yeah
2: because uh because my fear is that could destroy people's faith uh if it's not handled if people don't have their right face solidified or believe you know that's why it's it's tough to ask a hypothetical but i mean what if that does happen and, and people lose their faith over well, it? well,
0: I guess, I guess yeah. then the answer would be it depends on what that looks like. So if it looks like what the Bible describes, then we would say, well, you know, like for, for instance, the, the coronavirus thing has been really interesting to me as I look at end times events recorded in Scripture. Like how, how, how do you get the entire planet on the same page? How do these things happen? We've always asked these questions. Well, we've seen it happen. And the show just got censored. We were we were good with aliens. Yeah, well, <laughs>
2: you said the c word, and now the show. you
0: said the c, said the c but word, but you ask these questions, right? Like, okay, how does how could, how is it even possible? It can't happen. Well, it's happened. Right, <clears throat> we've seen it. So it, it looks different than we thought it would look, but the result was the same. I think when you look at something like that, you'd have to ask the question: Well, how did how did it happen? I mean, is it you know there's a rise to power of something we didn't see or understand. Um, I don't think it has to, I I certainly don't believe it would. I believe the Bible is true, so I don't believe that anything can happen. It wouldn't shake me. Well, I don't don't believe there's anything that, so I I would say it wouldn't shake me because I don't believe anything's going to happen that's going to fly in the face of what the Bible says. I think it may look different than I pictured it, but I think within the Scriptures you'll be able to see it when it happens. You'll say, okay, oh, you know what? Oh, that makes sense. Now. That's that's what it is. It aligns. I don't think anything's going to happen from wherever that you're going to go like, whoa, whoa, the Bible doesn't address this at all. So, I, don't, I don't think that's what's going to happen.
1: So there is a uh, government project called Project Blue Beam. And you can, I think it's on Wikipedia still. Blue, blue Beam. Project Blue Beam. And what it was is mm-hmm. that this is supposed to be technology that creates a... Uh, mass observable UFO event. Um, I don't know if they the, this is an old project that they were throwing around, but it apparently was like some kind of kind of like a holographic event okay. to to stage a uh, global introduction to ET. So this would be the landing. Um, I don't put it past one of the governments. I'm not saying it even has to be the U.S. at this point, but we have the technology now. We have drones. We have uh, holographic
2: Spider Man. Uh... Spider-Man and when they were in Europe?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. right. Far from home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I, I do think that if if the last two years hasn't taught us anything, it should have at least taught us that experts, scientists, people who hold degrees and tell us things may not be representing the truth. So we yeah. should question what right. they say. Yeah. Even if there's a mass event of some kind. Yeah. I think I think it's reasonable to step back and go, eh, let me... Let me see how this plays out
1: before, before I <laughs> buy into I'm it. Into it yeah. Well, the New Age community for a long time has been saying, and and again, this is what the New Age community does best, is it takes uh, Christianity and then subverts it. And that, I believe, is the main purpose of the New Age community. Sure. Yeah. It's, a, it's a religion of convenience and a religion that uh, allow Anyway, within this spectrum is a heavy emphasis on UFOs. Um, and then there's supposed to be a return of... Uh, one of Jesus one of Jesus incarnations, which is called Sananda. And when I say this is one of the most broadly discussed, topics in the New Age community. So this is the New Age Jesus, basically. Um, Some people refer to it as Jesus' brother. Some people refer to this as Jesus within the New Age community. But um, you know, this goes all the way back to um, I believe the early 1900s. This lady named uh, I think Madame Batlotsky, um, she wrote the first newsletter, uh, um, the first New Age newsletter and it was literally, I believe, just called lucifer and um and she is one of the thought leaders the original founders of this kind of new age movement so the it's all
2: meant to undermine and it's
1: all kind of meant to undermine christianity and And the more you peel away the layers and you and i went down the rabbit hole for the exact opposite purpose but all it did for me was reaffirm my faith it reaffirmed that God is the only presence yeah. in, in our universe, and that Christ is our Lord and Savior, and you know yeah. everything that they try to tell you, they take the truth and then they just need to alter it by two, three percent, and and that's enough to get you off course.
2: Yeah, pull it out. I mean, and, you know, like we talk about this is entertaining. It's very, and I love watching sci-fi. I love watching anything space, yeah, right. anything alien. I, I really enjoy watching, but you have to be careful. Uh, with everything, With right? Everything, right? Yeah. I mean, because I, I just seen this new movie called Moonfall. It's out right now, and it, it was pretty good. Halle Berry's in it, and uh, and uh, basically, it says that the moon's like this mega structure that was put by ancient humans uh, who had who had developed all. Ancient humans had developed all this technology, somewhere far out in the universe, and then they had developed artificial intelligence to turn on them and start killing them, and so they built this these moons. The, but inside the moon is a mechanical infrastructure that is a planet builder and and it would plant, build launch their DNA and rebuild the planet with human life and so he launched it out in hours yeah. and it'd be the only one and then uh, and then the alien the artificial intelligence finds it starts trying to crash the moon into the into earth yeah. and that's that's kind of the premise of the yeah. movie And but I mean is very entertaining, but to me that undermines,
0: you know, God's creation. For, what we believe about creation. What we believe by creation. creation. Wow. So
2: yeah, you can watch it for entertainment, but understand, if, especially for if Christians listening, understand what
0: you what. So believe. back to the question I asked a while ago: Why do we find this so oh, fascinating? Yeah. And I, I think we all do. I mean, I, right. I certainly do. It's fascinating. I, I it's fun spent. to talk about why, why. Why does it have such broad appeal?
1: Yeah.
2: Dunno. We are all. all oh, human beings are curious about do not Yeah. I think that's by our nature. To, and the to, possibilities
0: that could yeah, exist yeah. or something. We're,
2: we're explorers. We're adventurers. We're entrepreneurs. We want to know what we don't know.
1: Right. And that's why I think it's appealing. And I think that the uh, idea of being locked here, I think, is unsettling for a lot of people. I, I I've made peace with that. <laughs> I mean, like landlocked yeah. on the planet. Landlocked on the planet. Oh, the, right, the fact right. that there may not be somewhere. You've made peace yeah, with that. I've That's made funny. peace with that. Um, I've never even thought
2: about it. Yeah. So all of feel claustrophobic. Yeah. So
1: what? Uh, Get off this rock. So, but that is that is one of the the things is a lot of people have a lot of anxiety about the environment and what we're doing to Earth and also political. Politically, they think that there's hope in space travel. And I think that comes a lot from the, the Star Trek world. And you get a lot of this kind of leftist thought that looks at the entertainment industry and takes its ideas. Um, you know, the left is still using Harry Potter as its metaphor for what's going on in our political system right. to this day. But but they they like the idea of um, being able to leave the planet, so yep. they can go and start their own ideologically uh, homogenous uh, new planet, their new utopia. And without that idea, I think that there's a lot of people who would be very very upset. Yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It's a fascinating it,
1: conversation. It it well, is. I
2: mean, they they kind of ruin all utopias. So I just came back from San Diego, which is absolutely beautiful. I always thought San Diego was beautiful, but I got you know, within a few hours, I got I got. Almost ran off the road by some crazy person I had a homeless guy come over my table and ask and I, and I tell my waiter that he need to feed him before he fed me and I, and I, <laughs> I, got, I got flipped off by I got on a bicycle just for driving let me. So that utopia, yeah. utopias <laughs>
1: that they create. Well, that's yeah. why we need to go somewhere else, another planet. That's yeah, why we need to find planet. another planet. Well, I'm, I'm just going to take it to the furthest out there concept. Uh, just, so David Icke, and a lot of you may know him as Mr. Lizard People. He was the guy uh, yeah, that yeah. Uh, invented the concept of our government is being run by lizards. people. The guy's
0: like a million memes made on Million made about memes. Him. Big hair. Made, that yeah, guy. Okay, big yeah, hair. Yeah. So he,
1: he also does believe something very similar. It's just odd that we see so much of our entertainment industry mimic these ideas from this world of conspiracy. So the the fact that the, the, he has this concept called the Saturn Moon Matrix, and that, um, there was another time for Earth. There was a golden age for Earth. And I'm guessing that he, he this is not someone who's speaking from a Christian place, but I'm assuming it's like the garden uh, right, time right. on Earth. Um, he said there was a garden time and then it got usurped and that there is literally a vibration, which he will refer to lit- as a satanic vibration that is being broadcast over the earth and it's by means of this supercomputer this mega structure that is the moon which science and nasa says it's easier to explain how the moon does not exist than to explain how it stays put and functions in the way it does and to explain that it does exist so take that as a yeah. as a crazy thought to end with but that's, well, and that's
0: where you know we had uh we talked about eric Metaxas, we had Eric Metaxas on the show a while ago and his book on Atheism. He talks about one of the, like, the principal objections to atheism is um, the fact that minor variations in the gravitational pull of, you know, between the moon and the earth and the axis of the earth, all these things. We look at these things and we say it's impossible to understand how that works. Well, that then speaks to a creator who specifically designed those elements celestial <laughs> to operate the way that they do. And so the when radiation we... from the sun and... And, <clears throat> and it's incredible. And those things speak to one of two things, right? Either God the creator or there's something else out there that we don't understand. Because you can't conclude that it was an accident. Right. So what was it? And I think, you know, it's fun to to talk about aliens and think about aliens and you know but there are some real consequences to following one or two lines of, of thought um, but you, you said this in the beginning I think he's right is is God big enough to do that well yeah of course he is yeah. and and I think that probably is the most reasonable yeah. conjunction between, you know, what the Bible says, who God is, and, yeah. you know, this belief in something else out there.
1: And we understand the <clears throat> rules of physics on this planet, but what? who's to say that in other places in the universe that physics aren't sure. completely upside down? Yeah. God could have created every possible variation of everything that we know. What so.
2: supports life? What doesn't? I mean, right. it would need to be a certain temperature and an yeah. in, uh, in atmosphere here, but that doesn't have to be the same. One of my
0: standard answers when I'm asked a question I don't know is, "God can do anything He wants." God can do it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think you know, this is one of those topics.
2: And I'll end. will uh, end uh, today on that. Is I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think this is one of those things. We it's fun to talk about, but you know what is possible, and it, it, as long as we're careful not to allow what is theoretically possible to draw us away from a focus on what we, we know to be true, found in, you know, God's word to us. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, with that. You know, yes. it's just a question of, you know, hold on to the truth and then, you know, imagine beyond that. Yeah. And, and God is big enough. And that's one of the wonderful things about God is yeah. he's so much bigger than us. Yeah. yeah who, can, who can know his ways? Right. <laughs> yeah. You thought you had to figure it out. And we're all wrong. Yeah, we're all wrong. Yeah. And God's <laughs> going to laugh at us yeah. and it's going to be crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fun, fun episode.
1: Thanks, Michael. For yeah, Thank being, you guys. No, I really, coming I, from I, behind I, the camera. Yeah, I really enjoyed getting to experience this side of the Well, the you show, keep throwing so, out crazy yeah.
0: topics and uh, you'll be sitting right back <laughs> there again. So just get used to it. Awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, a little bit different, but uh, a fun topic nonetheless. A lot of people are talking about things like this. Yeah. So we'll talk about it too. Yeah. They don't know what they're talking about either. So we can, we can participate as well. But uh, thanks for watching. Uh, it's always fun to spend this time with you. Uh, please go and uh, check out more episodes, maybe not exactly like this one, but more wonderful podcasts on the Salem Podcast Network. Love to meet you there. And uh, if you have comments, questions, thoughts about this or any other content that we put out, let us know. we will talking to you next time.